Hello and welcome to The A-List, the podcast that asks the world's top advertising professionals how they got started in the business. I'm your host, Tom Chrisman, strategic creative at tomchrisman.net and co-dean at AdHouse Advertising School, which you can find at adhousenyc.com. Today, we are talking to Michael Rankin. He is an ACD at Majority. He was the first hire at Shaquille O'Neal's Majority. He is an Adweek Creative Top 100. He's a Can Lion winner, and he's the creator of one of my favorite ever shows on LinkedIn, You Are Dope Show. So if you hashtag You Are Dope Show on LinkedIn, you'll find a lot of uh, great interviews with an amazingly positive guy named Michael Rankin, who you're going to hear his story today, how he quit his job in Pittsburgh and drove to Atlanta to make music where he came up with uh, in the same music scene as Wiz Khalifa. He found his way to advertising by way of iHeartRadio. And uh, this is the story about being yourself and uh, letting the right job find you and and breaking templates and just kind of vibing. That's what he does. And that's what he does in this interview and in life. So without further ado, I give you my conversation with Michael Rankin. Hey, Michael. Hey, my friend, Tom. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, man. I cannot complain, dude. Life, life, life. Yeah. Where yeah, are you? You're not, you're not in your normal room where you do your uh, You Are Dope show. Yeah, I've evolved. Evolved. <laughs> like now I, have, now I have like this man cave, so to speak. I have this big basement situation. Yeah. This is, this is my, like I got a little gaming pc over there oh. my little nerd yeah i'm all the way you got all two the way. ferns you got two ferns so you're oh yeah to, to they're fake they're, they're fake literally <laughs> fake just so it felt like i have to no. that's awesome and <laughs> yeah. we don't we don't use the video so I'm, when i'm describing nobody will see but but okay. uh but yeah that's that's yeah. cool you're in yeah, the basement man. you've got your oh, own yeah. little studio set up that's amazing yeah, uh, dude, this is, this is my new spot. I do everything. My, I have like a music corner over there, dude. Like, it's, this is heaven for me, bro. That's awesome. Yeah, no, yeah. I, all of our apartments have become studios, right? Yeah. It's like now you have to sort of, okay, what's your background? What's yeah. your uh, what's your mic situation? Yep. What's your headphone situation? <laughs> uh, all that bro. stuff has become yeah. uh, real. But uh, I'm so I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for for coming on the show. I've been a a huge fan of yours. Um, you you have uh your 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 dope show really inspired me uh and and your just your positivity is so amazing and and that's what i want to i want to get into uh today um but what what why well, I, I always start with the same question which is where do you come from where did you grow up and and what was that like yeah dude uh so i come first of all thank you for saying any of that stuff i'm such a I'm just such a fucking regular dude, man. So for someone like you, just to even say shit like that to me is means a lot to me personally, honestly. Oh, well, samesies. Um, I uh, come from a small town called Ambridge, Pennsylvania. Very, very, very small. Where is uh, Ambridge? It's like um, like ten, maybe twenty miles outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh wow, that is that's up there. That's in the in the corner up there. Pittsburgh's yeah, a beautiful right. place, but also. Uh, sort of you know out of the way yes yes and that's uh kind of an anchor for my whole shit because uh so i'm in this little small incubator if you will 
and existing like as I am, but having to leave that world to go pursue any version of a dream. So my dream was like music and I went to be this big rap guy, dude. And I was making Actually, music. And when you were a kid, what did you listen to when you were a kid and, and, and what was inspiring to you? That also, you know, just, I could talk forever, but, um, so my sister was like a dance team and stuff. So she's listening okay. to like she's Madonna. Older she's older than me. All, I'm the baby, right? Okay. So literally everything I listened to was fed down to me through three siblings. My, my oldest brother, yeah. seven years older than me, my sister and my other brother, who's like, four, my sister's four years older than me and then my other brother, three years older than me. Okay. So what, whatever they were doing with music, that's what I had to consume. Cause I didn't, yeah. I don't know. I didn't, we're, again, I'm in like Ambridge, Pennsylvania. So there's no like FYE or like, I'm not just like going down the street to the biggest yeah. record, you know, tower records. And this so, is pre-internet uh, pre and pre when you can get anything anywhere. Yes. And, and yes. Yeah. This is like early nineties, late eighties. Yeah. Uh, uh, so whatever my brother's listening to, whether that's Wu-Tang or Snoop or um, Slick Rick or LL Cool J, who's my favorite rapper ever. Oh, wow. Then you have my, my sister was in dance teams. So she's listening to a lot of pop music where, so now I'm getting like the Madonna kind of world and you get like the Michael Jackson, obviously. Yeah. And then where I live, I'm just exposed to a lot of different types of music. And at the time, you know how music was feeding into everybody, like through these main channels, like MTV and MTV. BET. Yeah. You know, so, so you're just getting fed, whatever you're getting fed, you know? Yep. Uh, so I was, I was big on like popular music and it, and I, I used to make music with my, my video games. Actually, I would take like a Sega game and go to like the options menu yeah. And I would I would play a song from like, you know, say like Sonic, you know, Green Hill Zone. I'd press play, put my little tape recorder next to it. And then I'd like sing into my little tape recorder next to the TV, you know. So you so, were making content back then. Yeah, uh, when I was 10 years old, 10 years old, bro. That's amazing. What 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 inspired that? Like what you just wanted to be a rapper and you were like, oh, that's one way I can do it is like these these don't have lyrics so I can sing over that. I I honestly think um, I wish I could tell you what exactly made me want to do. I just always had like jingles and songs in my head or whatever. Yeah. And then I, and I always just wanted to make, I just felt like songs and over time music turned into something else where it actually was like this, it was like a diary of sorts that uh -huh. I like my best version of myself that the, what the per, the version of myself that I most believe in can come out in music. If that makes sense. My most confident self, if that yeah. makes sense. I, the coolest person you are inside of you in your mind. Yeah. I am. You could do that and it exists visibly to you, you know, through a song, you know? Right. So that's what's just music there. Means. It's just there and it's yeah. own thing and it, it exists in the world. So it's real. Uh, I think that's a lot of, yeah. a lot of rap music, certainly. And a lot of, uh, a lot of music is, is that like a, a person pretending to be something else until people believe in it. Right. That's it. And that's like, honestly, and I wouldn't even say not, not to go against what you're saying, but I wouldn't right. even say it's, I wouldn't say it's like pretending. It's just like, if you think you're the shit, which you yeah. should, right. Right. If you can just get that out somehow, like a lot yes. of times we, we ask, we need permission to show our best self from our job or some employer or something like that, or some opportunity has to come for us to show up and be our superhero. Yeah. Where where music, I think, or things like music, whether that's pottery or whatever the fuck or podcasting, doesn't matter yeah. where you can be your superhero self. Like, I am a badass. I, I, I'm good at this. That shit is like it ends up being like this huge thing that just helps you like love yourself in a weird way.
yeah. um, not to go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it is. And and the, you're right. The word pretending is it is is kind of leaning into the 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 problem that we have, which is like, right. no, you're not that cool. No, you are. There is yes. there yes. is there's elements of you that are. And what your your you are dope show is so it's such a beautiful thing because uh, uh, it, it's true. You know, we, we are dope. Everyone yes. is dope. That's right? right. That's right, bro. That's uh, it. That's the... And, and that, that's amazing. Um, yeah. That's, that's so the you answer. Had that, you had that confidence in you. Was that instilled from your parents? Was that instilled from, how, how did that. Shit, man. Um, if I'm being, that? if I'm being honest, um, I think because, uh, and I, I know I didn't go into like the ad world stuff. Cause I think there's so much that deals with how I, grew up and things that yeah. led to the ad thing so yeah. i'm really skinny i'm really skinny right yeah and like frail like i'm not fighting anybody <laughs> right and then on top of that i moved like probably 16 times growing up between oh. the same neighborhoods but i moved over and over again right. so it was constantly in essence i'm gonna now i'm gonna connect the bridge yeah. in essence all I, I had to continuously make an advertisement for michael rankin and why you should buy the product michael rankin be friend Michael Rankin. So all I was doing my whole life, whether that was through music, the, the, the you know, conjuring up, well, who is the brand, right? What is the brand? Yeah. What does the brand mean? Serving up that ad that's music or serving up that ad when I was class clown and being silly and like, I'm inviting, I'm, I'm loving, I'm good, positive energy. I was doing that my whole life because I just liked entertaining people. I just want people to be happy and comfortable. Yeah. So through that, I, I guess I found me through that in essence where it's like this is the these are like the things i stand on i really just want motherfuckers happy in general yeah. i don't want you to think i think i'm better than you i don't maybe not you maybe you're better than me at a lot of shit i yeah. so that's that's kind of like my general vibe vibration anyway and what's yeah. cool about the ad industry and why i think you are dope really work to be honest is and this is no diss to the ad industry but it kind of is that it's <laughs> full of motherfuckers that think they're better than everyone and uh-huh. Here I come saying, you know what? You're all fucking great. I'm not saying I'm better than you at anything. I yeah. like you. Let's yeah. let's like let's just show love. I'm not trying to show you I'm a better art director or I'm a better creative director or look at my like I like to celebrate awards and stuff, but it's really on some like holy shit, I can't believe I didn't even think this industry existed. That's cool to be a part of this, but yeah. not on some like I'm better than anybody. You guys you could do never won an award in your fucking life and just you're just friendly. Like yeah. you're dope. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. So so I just kind of like took that it was, it was almost like judo. Like I took the force of the industry where everything is about somehow one upping someone else in meetings, if the internal politic battle, right. or it's the, or it's the big, you know, pomp and circumstance of like paying for award entries and right. case studies. Going to can and all those yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I took that momentum of like ego and just said, you know, nah, man, you're actually great. You know what I mean? If you're even a part of this shit at all, if you're yeah. just in this place, you know? Yeah. And I believe yeah. that too. I, I, I love this business and yes, there are, there are huge egos that are problematic and uh, are, are the, are the biggest downer when you, when yeah. you experience them. But generally this is full of really, really fun people. How Damn. did you, how did you, where did you go to school out of, out of Pittsburgh? So, uh, uh, I ended up going to Pittsburgh Technical Institute, which is now Pittsburgh Technical College. Okay. Um, I had like a 2.0 grade point average in high school, dude. I just, I, I, I just was never, there was nothing. I was never 
I didn't know what it did, this meant. And I'm taking you all the way back to that way I felt. I didn't know what it meant when you actually liked something and what happens to you until I went to school. I wanted to make video games. That's the other thing I wanted to do. So I wanted oh. to make music, but I told my guidance counselor, hey, I want to make video games. And she's like, well, you should probably take, you know, multimedia at this one little tech school. And they're like, yeah, take. So I became a Flash programmer and I actually right. made games. They're on the Internet right now. I actually did make Flash games. Oh, wow. You got to send me links. Yeah, can, I got you. We can uh, we can. <laughs> Put in the show notes. Yes, they're horrendously bad graphically. Don't judge me. I was not a good graphic designer at all at the time. Yeah. My, my specialty is kind of, you know, so you take multimedia and I ended up learning a little bit about everything. So I had video editing skills. I was in a 3D class. I, I learned uh, web design, web programming, flash programming at the time, which is basically JavaScript in a sense. Um, you know, uh, video editing, I think I already said that, Photoshop. So I learned sweet and then you kind of like pick what you you feel yourself gravitate towards stuff so like yeah. i was like a natural at video editing like just naturally knew what to do how to do it quickly just and i was a watching tv just yeah knowing like oh this is you gotta go tight here you gotta go wide here you gotta like this is how it would be yeah dude like th that was the one thing i'll tell you honestly that like blew my own fucking face off like yeah. how fast i got that so i know it's just very naturally in me in yeah. terms of video, like I very quickly was like editing videos and I had like a great portfolio. I actually won second place at best portfolio in class. I only lost to, I don't remember who I lost to, but I was second place in the whole class. I so like second place. I like bronze. I like, I like, yeah. like not being too, like, you don't need to win the whole thing. Like, yeah, it's a little fine. yeah. The goals usually yeah. flame out at some point and you're just That's like, right. Oh. <laughs> right, Tom. Oh, gold, whatever gold yeah yeah um so yep. yeah you won second place and you and and then so you were encouraged by that uh and when did you at what point did you find advertising like what what was who said like oh you know what be a good career for this nobody nobody yeah okay no and that's not not to be on like a woe is me story but it's just true like uh there, there was still no like this is for advertising ever it was just these are this is how to do things and yeah. then um I was like working at a call center for years and years and years. And then uh, I, I took my internship at Disney. So I worked at Disney World, actually, in, in Florida. In Florida. Okay. In Florida. Yeah. I was working in Animal Kingdom and Kilimanjaro Safaris. I was a safari truck driver. Oh, Shout my that. God. <laughs> yeah. Super short what, shorts and everything. What was it like working at Disney? It was fucking sick. I'm not going to lie. It was kind of fun. <laughs> I, so basically, me and my friend at college, Terry Battison, I love that guy. We uh we were just fucking around because there was like a Disney college program. I'm sure lots of people have heard of that, where uh, they literally just go around to colleges and just scoop kids up and take them to Disney for an internship, usually yeah. in like hospitality and other majors. So me and my friend, we're just like, dude, let's just go joke around in this interview. So yeah. we go through the interview, literally, Tom, we're we're dicking around to the point where like we're just punching each other, pushing each other. We're right. completely answering the questions as like a joke. Just at the end of it, she's like, you two are perfect. Uh, so we actually both got signed up and our role was in operations. Like basically we were literally the ride. So I'm the driver of the safari truck. I had to remember a script, I had to yeah. drive over these pucks and like read to like uh, Simba one and, and talk about the animals, the reticulated giraffe, the hippopotamus. Yeah, the right. two fingers, all that stuff. Yeah. Man. So, it's like the Jungle yeah. Cruise, but it's, uh, it's in a Jeep. It was real. Yep, it was, yeah, in the yeah. real, it was the real animals were on, the, on this oh, thing. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that was so cool. awesome. So you, so in in sort of joking around and sort of not taking it seriously, you actually did the right thing, which is act. Which is yeah. they were looking for actors, but you didn't know yeah. that. Didn't know that at all. I thought I didn't know what I didn't. We, I don't think we had any expectation, and that's also another awesome <laughs> thing. Like we just literally like this would be hilarious to do, and do you, turned do into you, that. Do you tell? young people that don't have any expectations just have fun like is you that know, a, is that a is that a dope secret is that a dopeness secret <laughs> that is um what's, what's dope is this conversation i actually don't really point that out heavily um but it's super important to not have expectations you know whatever your expectations are fuck them pretty much yeah. but i i do not point that out i should make that more of a point um because it helps so i i think like adults adults would say like, no, you have to go into this interview serious and you have to like yeah, you know, button awesome. yourself up and have a resume and like yeah. talk like a business person. And I think a lot of young people do that and they change themselves. Uh, and that's and the fakest thing you can do. Yeah. And it also makes you like, suddenly you're like, I'm not comfortable in this, in this, you know, what I'm doing right now. So you guys were totally comfortable to the point of like being silly. And that was the thing. That, that was the needed. thing. And maybe they would have been like, you guys aren't taking this seriously. Get out of here. But that would have right. been fine, too, because then you don't want that job if they're gonna, not going to be cool with that. Look, um, I'm going to draw a straight line from that to my career now, because I think where I've gotten to in my career has been um, blessed in the sense that I've kind of learned how valuable it is to be your truest self regardless. So you get into correct marriages so to speak, the shit you're just talking about. So yeah. whether that's, whether that's in your building being working on the correct client that matches you yep. or even working at the right building. So you're, you know, if when you're doing that switch up stuff, just to get the job and yeah. you end up working at, you know, shit Island and you're like, God, I hate my job and you're miserable. Well, you were fake to meet you. So we thought you were, you know, so you just never, we don't know what you need because we don't know you because you gave yeah. us a fake, you know? So like yeah. that's that's like totally led my career for a long time of just being like fuck it this is me dude I win lose or draw I guess I'll go down with the ship you know yeah and it's gonna be okay yeah uh, it, it's it's you know whatever happens I'm gonna be okay because I'm always gonna be having fun look and, let me tell you this enjoying too enjoying myself when, the you know what really kind of gave me that bro like really locked me in on that music because I had this shtick when I came to Atlanta trying to jump back over to music. Yeah. Music, music is so immense. If anyone ever did music, you can be great in advertising. I will stick to that forever. But anyway, music is so fucking hard. Uh, it's just hard, man. And uh, so you go on, I bring this shtick I have like in Pittsburgh, I'd perform and I take my shirt off. I'm like supernova. My name was Nova. And it was like this Superman music comes on and all this stuff. And it was really fun, entertaining show, man. You know, in Atlanta, they've seen like outcast TI. They've seen the biggest people in the world, bro. So yeah. when you come with your little shtick and you're like trying to have fun and they're like, I don't like, what are you? I don't get yeah. it. And then I realized like the best thing, if, if, if a shtick isn't the thing that's going to win, the best thing I can bring is me. And if, if you agree, you agree. If you don't, you don't. So now I'm not taking it so personal. I'm, yeah. also, I'm also bringing a more authentic version of myself. And then that's when you get true people that connect to what you do. Yeah. And that's when I learned that. And that's carried with it's transferable skills from shit that I was doing personally to yeah. my career. Yeah. So you were you were performing in Pittsburgh before you went to Disney or after you came back from Disney? Oh, that was Disney. Disney was so long ago. That was like, oh, yeah, three, oh, three. 
So that oh, okay. was bef- that was before the music stuff started to really turn up. And then like 06 or so, I started turning up in Pittsburgh and had some good opportunities and stuff like that. Performing with, you know, Wiz Khalifa was kind of on the same oh, wow. level. Now he's like huge now. Like he yeah. fucking left me in the dust, son of a bitch. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, like, um, so yeah, you like were, you were trying to make a name for yourself and ha- get a record deal and all those things. All that, and, all and, that. And in doing that, you were like, all right, I need to play clubs. I need to go. Uh, yes. Like yes. with other artists. And yes. Salifa was one of them. Yeah. Um, what was that like? Um, I think uh, uh, it's very interesting. Like, I mean, when, it, when I think about music in general, it's kind of like this all encapsulating truth serum that I, I almost wish every advertiser had to go through because like it's one thing when a company's like here's 10 million dollars here's our brand strategy here's who we are uh we have media channels at the wazoo we can access anything pretty much you have a big idea who's our production partner you got your music is like it's just you you have to figure out who what the fuck you are why does it matter and uh so like when you say like what's it like it it is almost like torture mixed in with therapy mixed in with like the greatest classroom of like self-awareness possible so it's like school for self-awareness and uh so so even in those situations where you know performing with Wiz and it's a moment where you have to like shine and try to like perform No, not when I say with Wiz it's more like he's in the circle of Pittsburgh hip hop artists yeah. and we're all yeah. in the same comeuppance, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. And, and everyone's fight. So you're jostling for position. You're trying to be seen. You're trying to be heard. You're yeah. doing everything in your power. You're thinking the same shit we do for these multi-million dollar clients without millions of dollars, without <laughs> targeting, no targeting of any sort, because let's say me, I make like pop kind of commercial sounding music. I cannot aim with a sniper rifle at that audience because I, I have to get into the venue or I have to get that kind of press. They're like, why would I even feature you? So now it's like a, what's in it for me? The whiffum's not there. Cause I have no audience. Yeah. So I got to find the audience, but to get to the audience, I got to go through you. Cause I'm a nobody. The gatekeepers, so the gatekeepers. So there's this music is such a great fucking hard, school of hard knocks of advertising to me. Yeah. And uh, that's what it was like, man. It was like a hell blender, but it's led to so many transferable skills to whether it's finding my fiance, whether it's the fact that I moved to Atlanta, Georgia and had no money and was sleeping on the floor and just like did the whole fucking starving artist shit and got my car repossessed and all this crazy shit, bro. Like I did that because I said, if I died today, I'd rather die fucking trying to fly than, you know, not trying at all. Fuck it. Like, let's go down. You know, you went down to Atlanta saying, this is where, this is where, the music scene is, this is where I need to be. I was like, uh, okay. And the way I got down here, I put an ad on Craigslist. Like I literally was like, dude, I, so I'm missing a very key part of the story. And I know I'm like, Tell no, me this all is this. great. This is great. Like, so, so let me fast forward, bring you back. Yeah. I grad, I graduated school. I have this decent portfolio. I'm a pretty good fucking flash programmer. I have some yeah. pretty good skills, but I took an internship at Disney. Yeah. So I'm missing any networking connection. So that was a that was actually an L, but I didn't realize until after the fact, right? Oh, right. You didn't you didn't take an internship in the thing that you had learned 
you took this Disney internship because of this, you know, silly yes. acting you guys did. <laughs> yes. So I got this awesome experience in life, but I had, there's no inside plug to the industry, maybe in Pittsburgh on top of the fact there's like this, this invisible sort of race thing that's just exists. It's just true. Yeah. So there's like a lot to that. So, um, so I'm kind of bringing you up to speed. I come back from there. I graduate from school. I have a degree in multimedia. And then um, uh, I kind of am working at like a call center. Then I leave that job. I'm working at Comcast. So I'm working these regular ass jobs. I have this skill set and I'm like, this is not going to fucking work. My age what, is starting to creep up. What are you doing at Comcast? Oh God, I'm just not programming. Not no, I'm just, I'm sales, man. I'm trying to sell you Cinemax and we have a special in HBO, you know? Oh, so you're, yeah. Again, you're like trying to sell, trying to get that feedback, trying yes. to sell the audience. You're, you're, you're uh, somehow you fell into an acting job again, right? You're like, sales yes. is, is great fucking that. point. Yes. Yeah. This is so, this is so awesome talking to you because it's, it's making me think about these interesting things. Like, so again, that's a version of advertising. So that's, there's yeah. nuggets throughout my life that was like that. Um, so, so I'm working at Comcast. I'm, I'm clear as day that I'm almost 25 and I'm like, it, I'm either going to the quarter have, life crisis, quarter life crisis. I'm freaking yeah. out. Right. I'm just like, I'm either going, cause I, I'm, I'm not a futurist, but I kind of, I'm like a, I guess I'd say a visionary in sense. Like I'm always thinking five to 10, like what's right. the play. So yeah. even then I'm like, what's the play? Cause I'm going to, I'm either going to like have a girlfriend and she's going to have a child or something then I'm stuck. Yeah it's over. Right. Yeah. And, uh, so I realized the clock in that moment, is ticking. the clock's ticking. I felt it like <laughs> in my soul, the clock's ticking in terms of, of, of music. Right. Cause music yeah. is, it's right. such a fucking, you know? So one day I get in my car and this is no bullshit. I get in my car, random as fuck, bro. There is a necklace hanging from my rearview mirror. Don't know where this came from. No one drives my car, dude. I swear to you, this is God is my witness. I get in my car, there's a necklace that's a shield hanging from my rearview mirror inexplicably. No one drives my car. My doors are always locked. Don't know how I got there. And on the back of it was a passage. I want to say Joshua something, something. I don't remember it. I'm just, I'm not really a Bible thumper in this sense, but it, it's like, uh, do not be terrified. Uh, be courageous for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And it was so like, what the fuck? How is this here? Why is this here? Wow. And, and at that point, bro, I quit Comcast the next day. I said, dude, I got to do it. Me and my mom cried together. Tears of like, I got to, I have to do, I have to fucking try. Because why would that be there? I don't know, yeah. but let's do it. So that's when I put on the ad on Craigslist. Yeah. I, I literally, someone reached out from New York, tried to take all my money. Uh, <laughs> I didn't do that. Good. And someone from Good. Atlanta reached out. <laughs> right. Someone from Atlanta reached out. I um I had to send a background check, all that stuff, just to let them know I'm not a fucking murderer, axe murderer. This yeah. is all off of Craigslist ad. I said, I have $300 to my name. I'll give you every dime I have outside of the gas money I have to pay for to drive my Chevy Cobalt. <laughs> I, so I jump in my Chevy, man. Like I said, me and my mom cried together, like agonizing tears. Like, are you sure you want to do this? I'm like, mom, do you want me to stay? Should I stay? You know, not, you know, but it was like, wow. this was, it was one of those moments. And, uh, so Wait, I got in the car. Yeah. Yeah. You, you said to her, should I stay or should I go chase my dream of being a music artist? She, she wanted me to stay, but she knew she, it was, I'm telling you, it was like, 
it was just in the air. It's time, dude. Go fucking try. You know? Yeah. It was, it was just in the air. I don't know any other yeah. way to word it. And, and I was ready to die on that trip, dude. I, I, I just was talking to my dude. Um, I want to say his name wrong. Santi Pochat, I think is what his name is. He works at Google. But uh, we had this interesting conversation about a big old risk like that. But it was one of those situations where I was thinking like a guy on a, on a, on a cliff and like he's at the top of a mountain. And it's like, I was under the impression like I'd rather die jumping off of this shitty mountain that I'm on top of. Like yeah. there's nothing up here for me. Fuck it. I'm going to just either rot and hate up here or I'm going to jump and try to fly. And that was my mentality. If my car flipped driving through West Virginia, I didn't give a shit. At least I did it on the way to trying to do something. Right. And uh, that takes a certain kind, like your heart and your head have to be there with it. And uh, best decision of my life, obviously, for a million reasons. Not because I became a famous rapper either, but a zillion other reasons. So, yeah, I ended up living with a stranger. That led to so many things. And, and over time, whether it was like a girl, there was a girl I was hitting on who who didn't like me at all. She thought it was hideous. She ends up being my friend. Her brother works at AT&T in an internet operations group. They're always hiring to make banner ads. Through that, I end up working at AT&T internet operations group, making banner ads every single day. I had to make like 400 banner ads a week. Insane. And so oh I'm, in, I'm in essence, I'm in the game yeah. subconsciously right, right then and there. So yeah. then it's, just but it's not your game. You're you're not you're not interested in that. That's a that's a day job for you to get to another place. Yes. Uh, but in the meantime, I don't know that yet. But yeah. and in the meantime, the whole way, all I'm doing is working out the muscles of advertising with my music. In essence, working out my video editing skills, working out my graphic design skills by trying to make really shitty looking covers for a really long time, <laughs> uh, coming up with what's going to be my stunt or activation to get people to pay attention to me. Cause okay, yeah. I'm doing, you know, I'm, I'm doing all this shit. I'm literally, I'm just not making decks and selling it to someone else. I'm selling it yeah. to myself. Yeah. So I'm working out the, 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 I'm doing it. I'm just doing it for the brand. Michael Rankin, no V no, so to speak, not for Coca-Cola in them. Eventually once it started to be like, Hey, Coca-Cola and them want you to do that same shit just over here. And I started doing it over there, not realizing that that was even a thing that yeah. I can make money and all that shit until, I, until now I'm in it. And it's like, dude, this is easy. This yeah. shit is hard when yeah. no one cares. No one likes you. You have no money. You have no media channels. You have no team. That's hard. <laughs> this is easy. You know, right. now I've got other people to collaborate with and I can. Uh, so that was Coca-Cola. You went from AT&T to working at Coca-Cola. No, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I, yeah. I jumped a little. Like I worked at AT&T. Then again, uh, I had my first child, Josie, beautiful, beautiful baby girl. And uh, she, this is 2011. Yeah. And I start, I start panicking because I'm making barely any money making fucking banner ads. Yeah. I knew that it was going to be on me financially to make sure that I'm a good father. So yeah. I, need a new, I need a new job or a promotion. I couldn't get this promotion for some reason. This guy just did not like me at, the, at that place. I don't know why. But um, I could tell I wasn't going to get through him. So I started applying on Craigslist to whatever I saw. Just again, just like, I got to do what I got to do territory. And I saw an ad, no description, by the way. It just said, you know, do you know HTML, a little bit of that? Do you know some CSS? Do you know how to design? Do you know how to open Illustrator and Photoshop and stuff? Apply here. Uh, so I just responded. And turns out it was iHeartRadio. Go fucking figure that this was on Craigslist. 
And the reason I got hired, even more interesting, is yeah. because of a rap I had on YouTube called the Periodic Table Rap, which actually went semi-viral. Yeah. And he saw that, the hiring manager saw that and was like, dude, not only, oh, I mean, if I'm keeping it real with you, I wanted that job so hard that I stayed up all night uh, before my second interview and made a complete working flash website just to show them my skill set and sh- just to show them I'm, I'm not playing. They yeah. didn't ask for it at all. I said, no, I actually redesigned your entire website in flash. It was like probably trash, but to me, it showed what time it was with my desire. But he was like, the reason I'm hiring you besides your skill set and stuff is that you understand music. And it just so happened my music actually helped me land a job in freaking iHeartRadio. So now I'm like meeting Robin Thicke, Justin Bieber, uh, Ludacris, Nelly, J- Jermaine Dupri. And, and now you know my story. So guess what I'm thinking? This yeah. is it. Yeah, I've I made it. it. This is it. All I got to do is hand my Get my demo tape. <laughs> so you... So you now know my story. In that moment, I'm like, oh my God, this is it. This is the story that I tell the magazines. This is how it happened. And uh, so I'm handing out my demo and I'm doing that. And I, I, there's videos on YouTube right now. I rap to Big Sean in an elevator. J. Cole, listen to my song. He's standing there. I have pictures of this. Pitbull's giving me advice in the locker room. Yeah. Like, dude, all of the things, nothing happened. <laughs> but everything happened simultaneously as a man, as a person, as a father, as a, in my career, everything was happening, but not the thing that I said I was to God or to the world. I'm this, I'm Drake. This is what I'm thinking. I'm Drake. I'm that. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're this, but I'm Drake. I'm telling you, I'm Drake. Yeah. Ah, you're, you're, You're this. You're building the muscles and you've been building these muscles that are gonna help you and you don't even know it. Don't um, even know it. I don't yeah. even know it until I'm in the agency world. I was client side on all these things I'm telling you. Where yeah, sure. AT&T, iHeartRadio. Then I worked at like Church's Chicken. I'm working on their like the brand side. Yeah. It's like updating their digital menu boards and like very basic baseline stuff, clings and just but like the whole working. time you're thinking, I'm really a music guy, but I'm doing this as my as my day job. Precisely. But in this, so at the same time, I'm doing my day job-ish things. Yeah. which is using my skills for that. I'm taking whatever extra skills I'm getting there. I'm applying them to I'm Drake, I'm Drake, I'm Drake, right? Yeah. So, and even through that, I'm learning more learnings about myself, who I am, what I represent. Uh, and then the learnings of just advertising a product that no one cares about. What can you do about it? You know, yeah. Scra- scrappy marketing, right? Yeah. So, um, and then I'm taking bits of that skill set because let's say, I want to make a music video where my face is like a bunch of chipped pieces of something that animates in an audio wave. I was doing that because I'm making a music video. I just right. take that transferable skill and apply it. Over. So now I'm just becoming way more skilled, way more skilled on this side. I'm still just thinking I'm Drake. I'm down here. Yeah. I'm down here. Nothing's happening. I'm putting <laughs> all this work in. No one cares, dude. No one cares. Yeah. It's not working. But, yeah. but meanwhile, this cup is getting full, 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 full skills, skills, skills. Then I end up in agency land, which yeah. I knew nothing about except my friend from iHeartRadio yeah. said, hey, your video skills will help us a lot over here. Why don't you come work out over here? And obviously people get commission when they bring people in these agencies. Yeah, yeah. So he was probably inspired by something else. <laughs> He's getting that 500 bucks. Yes, yes. But um, he got- Where yeah. was this? This is Moxie. And Moxie is a, 
super production house for the most part, but they, you know, I'm sure they'd sell it as like data marketing, all this other stuff, but yeah, they're, they're churning stuff for brands all day on yeah. multiple levels. They were, I think they changed their yeah. name now, but um, so I get in the door there and that's when I start learning about agency world. So right. I'd been, I'd been living client side my entire career in essence, where I'm yeah. just, all I see is us bringing agencies in bidding between the two of them. Like, who do we want to, they're not working hard. the little games they play brand side. I saw yeah. it cause I was inside the building. Yeah. And, and then to come over to agency side, be the ones fighting to be in the room for the client. Right. And then, and then seeing like jumping thing to thing. I was already doing that between music and my thing. So I already yeah. know about jumping, but then learning jumping just a little from stuff. Like client to client and, and job yes. to job. Okay. Yes. Yes. So yeah. for me, for me, jumping from Michael Novinov Rankin, right? Jumping from I'm yeah. Drake to Church's Chicken's menu boards yeah. is the equivalent of jumping at work from Coca-Cola, which I worked on, to yeah. Starbucks, which I worked yeah. on, to Smuckers, which I worked on, which is like Smuckers is like a bunch of animal foods and from like Meow Mix to all kinds of shit to yeah. Porsche to Volkswagen to Amazon. So I was jumping and that didn't affect me because I was already, so all those skills, that whole time, that whole buildup, that whole battle, I was, I'm kind of bred for agency life, if that makes sense. Yes. But this shit is so, and maybe what has caused me difficulty, and I know I'm talking way too much. I'm so sorry, Tom. No, you're not. This is beautiful. <laughs> I, I love when I don't have to talk and I don't, I don't have to ask more questions. It's the best because then it makes my editing very simple. I don't have to go and find where I start talking, which I'm going to cut this out. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but uh yeah i found at um moxie um like basically as i as as i just would work on things constantly i could use all those old skills that i had and one thing that clashed was that i didn't believe by this point i failed so hard as a musician in, in all of the trying to assimilate things that you're supposed to do. I'm supposed to sound like this, rap like that, look like that. All these things that you've tried to do, you yeah. realize that's not the best value you can offer because if you're just simulating, I'll just find someone else that can simulate better. But if I, I can't find another you, that's valuable. I learned that from music. I'm bringing that into agency life. So yes. I'm not trying to, and, and I know in agency life, a lot of people just need people to get work done. Yeah. I'm more like, this is me, y'all. How can you best use me? But you need to know me as painful as this may be the exchange. Once you know what I do and what I like to do and what I like to do that works for you. Yeah. Then you'll get the best out of me. So I feel like I've always had a battle with acting the way I'm supposed to act, talk the way I'm supposed to talk, all that shit. Right. And I'm, you know, I'm not even going all the way back to the elementary school, being the only black kid in class some of the, oh, some of the time. Is that, is that what it was like? Yeah. I dealt with a lot of that growing up yeah. or be, or being in the hood, but I'm not a hood guy. So, yeah. so, so I, so always having to be whatever version I am that yes. both of you motherfuckers like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Code switching. Code switching. Right. Which is yeah. like, I can't do that anymore. I did it my whole childhood. You yeah. know what I mean? It's exhausting. It. It's yeah. exhausting, bro. And right. then you get to this point where it's like, fuck it, dude, I gotta I have to raise children. I have to be something. I have to be a defined something to raise children. You know? Oh, okay. So that's what that's what made you make the choice. Like, cause you hadn't made the choice. You were like, I'm still got this dream of the of the music and the thing. But then you saw this advertising. Was it that it was it had some element of that fame and like 
uh, no. personal, like, no, 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 nothing, no. nothing about I, the ego I, or the, that, that was like, Oh, this is gotta, similar to, to, you got to understand, bro. You got to understand how much I did not know to this day. There's shit you could say. That's like, you don't know X. I'll be like, I have no idea. What I didn't know what a fucking can lion was right. until it had to be a couple of years ago that right. I was like, Oh, that's like, that's the Grammy over here. Yeah. Or, or like, you know, uh, who David Droga is like right. shit that I, I did not know. I didn't, I don't have the, and then maybe that's another curse of mine. I don't have the same because all I wanted to do was be Drake, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have, I wasn't like, God, oh my God, Wyden Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was yeah. like, what the fuck is this widen thing, guys? Yeah. Somebody tell me. Yeah. They're, they're like, you know, Nike, that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's what they did. So yeah. I'm I'm still that now. You can say some shit today. I'd be like, I had no <laughs> fucking idea. So so I'm kind of like in a good way, naive. Like yeah. I'm not as uh I'm not as intimidated by the game. I'm just right. happy to be here. Yeah. So it's it's more like so i never i never looked i don't know about accolades i didn't know like how to get clout in the ad industry or yeah i just i that's and i think that's why shit like the show kind of worked you could tell i'm just like the fucking asshole at his dining room table legitimately like yo i think you're dope be on my show and it's yeah. just love dude it's just love that's it yeah because i because i just want to be drake that's that was the thing <laughs> i didn't give a shit about being like fucking ad king you know yeah, but then ha, talk to me about I want to I want to get into majority because I I feel like it's such a it's such a it's a great place. It's Shaquille O'Neal, Omid Farhang. I mean, he's great. Uh, his his podcast is amazing as well. Um, how did that happen? How did you how did you get there? What's the journey to that? And and at that point, were you like, all right, advertising, or is it still like this is fun and. <laughs> Like you're, you're doing music again. I see that you're like really getting serious about, about your music. Uh, yeah, dude. I, uh, so to the, the first part of your question. Uh, so one of the biggest things that drives me in terms of our industry, what, what got to me in terms of this industry is that I realized through going through rooms and rooms of people being the only black guy in a lot of rooms, key rooms, there's no black people in that room. There's no, um, or, or, or feeling the heat of being myself or having difference of opinion that doesn't really align with, and noticing how a lot of those voices kind of, I realized what the game was. There's a template designed that I don't even, as I kind of have started to look into the history, like we weren't a big part of the template of what is good advertising, what's good yeah. design with. We weren't we a huge being, part of the template. We being black people weren't, weren't, right. weren't a part of that template and making Correct. that template. Right. Correct. So, so there's, for me internally, I feel like I've found that what drives me in a, in a deep place is that a guy just like me not having to do what I had to do. And uh, there's, again, there's a zillion stories I'm probably leaving out. There were times I literally would sleep in the agency working on pro bono work just to let my boss know, I really fucking go hard. Believe in me. Because if you're not, in, as a creative, a maker, if you're not included on the right projects, you kind of don't exist and you don't really, you have to make yourself seen. If, you're, if your stuff's getting taken out of decks or if people are kiboshing you because your level's too low, they can take your shit out, never show your shit, never give you props, never call yeah. your name out, and you're never going to be seen. You're never going to get. So every piece of my career, I've had to like, 
fucking claw scratch up this bitch. Yeah. Just because I knew what time it was, the way I'm coming in the game, there's a certain sense of like, I'm a little older. I'm not like 22, happy I just came out of school. Thank you for the internship. And now I'm a junior. Yeah. It was like, I'm like a little older. I had this hard come up. It's my dream never happened. I have this, I have this, uh, I guess a little attitude, not like a jerk, but it's just, I have passion. I believe something. I have a point of view, which yeah. again, I think is valuable. So through, through that, I've had to like apply myself and, and fight and claw and scratch to get whatever I've gotten. And I think that is fundamentally based on that template, which wasn't really, we weren't a huge part of making. Mm-hmm. And majority to me, because it was new and I saw an article just like floating, like Shaquille O'Neal's starting an agency. And I, I, I was like the one first time I ever caught wind of something so early. And I was like, and I read it and it was like the, it's kind of a diversity led agency. I was like, every room I'd ever been in, keep in mind, it's whether it's agency side or client side, everything I've ever done. My boss was a white guy or a white mm-hmm. woman. Uh, the, the, what I had to do was always based on that. People telling me like black jokes. I'm the only black guy there. So they're telling me, you know, you know what MARTA stands for? Moving Africans through Atlanta rapidly or some shit. Like they're right. saying like black jokes to me. Yeah. I'm the black guy. got to laugh and shit because I'm the yeah. only one. I don't, I don't want to get fired and feel mm. like the weird. So all of that just kind of flashed in my brain. And I'm like, Shaq starting, starting an agency right now. I could be first. And if I win in general market, if I can help us win a general market being just me, dude, that shit would change a lot of shit. So I immediately, I'm blowing up emails. I'm, I made a comp of me with a majority shirt on and a fucking picture. Like, what are we doing? It's posting this shit on social. I didn't give a shit, bro. So I went super hard to get in their heads, get their attention. Um, they hit me back. Uh, they kind of, I know they heard about me through the grapevine. My show had been doing a little bit of stuff. Yeah, the dope show really helped. The dope show really helped in terms of yeah. like knowing that I've been seen. And I and at the time, I actually did have other opportunities on the table. So it was even more for me. I could be myself. I wasn't like, dude, I'm so thirsty for a job. It was like I knew I had huge opportunities on the table because of the work I'd done, the dope show, literal work that I'd done also. Right. So so ultimately, though, client, client yeah. work. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the skill set it's all literal work exactly it's all literal work (laughs) so so like basically the i I said that long fucking story to say that majority's core concept to me spoke to my guts and if i could be first and if we can win general market that is a big fucking deal especially coming from me who is starting to be kind of seen somewhat and i haven't changed up I can represent that for these fucking next generation of kids and yeah. whatever the fucks that come from little Ambridge, Pennsylvania that are like, I don't know how to talk in the room. I don't know how to speak to the club. Like, dude, don't worry about that shit. Just bring yes. you, you Just know? make stuff and, and be, make yourself stuff. be yourself and, and, and be win. like, do the things that make you happy and, and, and learn skills. And, uh, but yeah, the, the knowing that's what, that's why we started ad house advertising school or we didn't start it, but why we took over ad house advertising school and why we, why we are so excited about it is we want to have a place where young people and I, and you know, I'm, I'm hoping that in the future we can get into like high schools and, yeah. um, and you know, community colleges and uh, the places where there are people 
that have never heard about this industry because the template was not made for them. Right. Um, but they have the inherent skills. And I, and I think music is, is a great, uh, and, and editing and, and yes. art, art yes. Yes. A great, uh, you know, way to get into this business. And if you're, if you're building those skills, advertising, there are corporations who will pay you, pay you. to make things for them that are amazing and they're not going to understand it, but you are, and you're probably going to be frustrated by them, you know, dumbing it down and making it right, you know, right. milk toast and all those things, but you're going to have an effect. And if you're there are enough, effect. if there are enough young black people and Hispanic people and different, different races in this business, it's going to change. Yes. Yes, dude. And it's yes. the templates are going to change, right? That's and, right. And, That's right. Um, how, how do we, how do we change it? It's so hard right now. The D, the D, E, and I stuff at all the big agencies is so, yeah, I don't it's so be like it. a Band-Aid on things. And I, yeah. And, and it feels like it's not the answer to make a department um, and Listen. make it a special thing. <laughs> I, is I'm it not trying to shit on it. like majority that just like make a place for those kids to I, go? I, I, I think so. And if it's not making a majority, it's, God, it's so, I think everybody has a place like in anything. Everyone has a role and a job to do. Like there is no one catch all answer. There's some yeah. motherfuckers that just need to work at fucking Wyden and Kennedy and kick ass. Yeah. There's some, there's some guys that need to start majority. There's some motherfuckers that need to start their own fucking photography company and do that shit. Like yeah. there's a, everyone has a role to me. Uh, we have to win general market. <laughs> like yeah. we can't, there's a, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the crowd of, I, this is, if, if there was like a statement that represented my role in these, the fight for diversity. Yeah. The statement for me, Michael Rankin is C versus help us. Yeah. I take on the role of C. So I have to win. That's, that's yeah. how I think I'm like, I gotta be a part of a fucking winning general market. If yeah. I win and I don't change, I can just say, see, so yeah. then if it's like, so now if you, we talk about bringing me to panels and shit, I guess, or whatever, I don't even want right. to do that shit, but I don't want to constantly be in the, you guys should fucking hire us because there's a chance that we might creativity will be better and blah, blah, right. blah. I want to be like, this is what we're talking about. This shit right here. Me. Yes. Yeah. Look, yeah. look at it. We started yeah. a company. We're winning awards. We're right. helping, you know, like that shit to me means everything. That's my job. Other people's work. jobs. The work, bro. The work. The work. The work. It's, it's about the product and making making stuff that people think is amazing. And yes. People want to look at, and then they go, "Yes, oh, that was made by Michael Rankin at Majority." Yes. And then they yes. go, "Oh, that's cool." Like it's more of a discovery than a uh, start with the diversity. Yes. Play. Because I think now, so now let's say Michael Rankin, and I'm not trying to put the shit all on me. I'm not the fucking like right. king of all blacks. I can't save everybody, right? <laughs> I just a fucking dude. But if, if, if you were to say to me, Michael, what the fuck do you know that would help right now? I have a little bit of success. We're even talking right now. Cause I've had yeah. a little bit of success, a little bit. Yeah. That my point of view actually counts then I can actually yeah. have an impactful point of view versus this fucking like made up kind of like, I'm just making up why it's beneficial to you to hire, right. you know, I want to show you like straight yeah. up, this is the fundamental difference 
that yes. can happen. And you trust me because you see what I've done, you know? And that, and, 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 and that means yeah. we need more people of different races and different That's backgrounds correct. doing exactly as that, they are. Yeah, exactly as they are not into the template of they have to talk like this to be professional or they have right. to this and all that shit. Yep. Yep. They can just be dope. They can just be themselves. That's right, bro. Um, what are you working on at, at majority now? What's the, what's the, what's the, what's the day-to-day like, uh, working for Shaquille? Amazing. It's amazing. And can you understand him when he talks? <laughs> like his voice is so low Not. sometimes that I'm just like, what are you saying? <laughs> what did you just say? Dude, no, uh, what's crazy about majority and one of the dope things, the way that Omid and Asmir and Jorge put this thing together, dude, we're not like the Shaq agency. Like we don't, right. we don't go into rooms like, Hey, you know, Shaq is here. Right. So give us the work. Yeah. We really do work our asses off and we put our brains together and it's fucking dope. And it's just like this small, small tight knit team. We, uh, we, we fucking, we, we really try to come creatively at things. We're not this multicultural agency. We're an agency for the culture is our slogan, so to speak. Yeah. And I like that. And I believe in that. And that's what gives me so much passion is that I believe in our core message of what we're trying to do. The day to day is just like, it's just creatively free, man. It's, it doesn't feel like that, that, that weird idea you have, or that alt idea you have, so to speak, is going to be brought to a room of this kind of the blank stare or the, the weird silence or the, that's interesting. Let's move on. Next idea thing that happens, but it's right. You just that that tinge of like fuck, like I guess I have to make my ideas like Tommy over there because he's right. the guy who always wins. That's not here. This shit is like you could be in any department. You could be project manager, whatever the fuck, man. Serve that shit up. Let's see what time it is. Let's try to cobble that bitch together. You know. Yeah. So it's been it's been amazing, man. We 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 just won like what seven Clios. We fucking won two Webbies. Like we're winning awards, and that's in our first year. That's great. So we're getting the awards and it's kind of like, there's a little bit of like, we did some work for BLK. um, That's for match group. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was the Vax that thing up, which went crazy. And again, that comes from like us being able to be loose. Yeah. And you're making music at that point. Yes, Yes, bro. (laughs) We're making fucking music essentially. You know, like that's crazy how life is like paralleling that shit for me, man. And I don't know. And then Oshkosh, like literally the campaign we ran, which is today, some days, literally the most successful ad campaign they've ran their entire existence of Oshkosh. Wow. This is from their stats. This is what the fuck that, you know, that's like, what the fuck, right? Yeah. It's like that type of shit, man, is like, that's the shit that's going to add the fuck up, bro. Not because I want people to think like, oh, Michael Rankin or the fucking majority team. They're the fucking, they win all the awards. They're Yeah it's it's like the it's the fucking template shit bro it's breaking that shit it's yeah. breaking the how you're supposed to act talk walk and saying nah man bring that motherfucker in here he talks totally yeah. different than us it's all good yeah that's great that's great um uh i know we're we're coming up on time uh i wanted to uh thank you for for coming on oh thank what, you bro what what other uh what other oh yeah what what should a what would what advice would you give to a young person listening to this and being like, maybe advertising's for me? Like what what should they do? And then somebody who is like, no, advertising is definitely my thing. I want to get an ad nerd. I'm an ad nerd. I want to get into majority. Like those two, like what what's the advice for for young people? Either um, get into the business or get or get into majority. Uh so one of the biggest skills 
that I realize I want to make sure I tell everyone to do this. If you're just entering advertising is you have to learn how to box. And when I say that you have to understand there's times to throw that fucking hard, right? Those fucking punches for your fucking idea or that thought you have. And there's times when it's just defense, man, just, you know, just, Nope, I'm not getting hit by that shit. Yeah. That and that is a fundamental career saving skill that I will tell every young person probably from now on is you got to learn to box because if you don't, you're going to try to swing when you shouldn't get knocked the fuck out and be fired. You got to box, man. You got to box, especially with the ECDs or people that have done it for longer. Just box, learn to box, baby. Just learn, learn from them and, and sort of of stick and move and but believe in yourself too. That's why I say boxing. Yeah. Throw a jab in there if you if you got something you believe in. Yeah. Just like tap. If the opening yeah. happens, that, yeah. that's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I so. really believe in that. Yeah. Like speak up for yourself, but then also yes. don't don't fall on your sword and 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 go don't get over your skis or uh correct. That, correct. Uh, understand. Um that's great advice. Um yeah. and then what about majority? How do how do people uh what are what are you guys looking for in a in a in a book? Um, uh, I mean, we're a team. A person. When to, yeah. When it yeah. comes to hiring people, honestly, we're such a team, dude. Um, I'm not a book guy because there's a certain level on a certain level. I look at that as table stakes, depending on who we're even looking. If we're looking for like a super junior, maybe I'm looking for that, but, uh, I'm all about the vibes, dude. Every I can, cause again, you just heard my story, dude. All I've known is going to this group, going to this group, matching, trying to survive and understanding yeah. other people so I could bend over backwards to make them happy. So I have an EQ level that's retardo, probably. <laughs> you know, I can sense when you don't like someone or you like have an attitude or you have like hidden feelings and shit because right. I, I was using that to survive yes. in essence. So for me, if you have the right juice as a person and the right vibe and the right energy, I can like see right through that. The, the way the game is set up, bro, everything can be figured out. The internet, it's, yeah. it's fine. The table stakes is you kind of know how to use Photoshop and shit. We'll yeah. work on everything else. But if you're an asshole, I can't save you. You're going to be no weird about assholes. Yeah. You're going to be weird about credit. You're going to be weird about when your idea gets shut down. You're going to be weird about conversations. You're going to be weird about meetings. You're going to be weird about everything. And then it's like, I can't say you're going to skip stuff. You're going to go up, call off work for two weeks out of nowhere for mental health. Like yeah. I get, I get mental health. I'm not, no yeah, shots, yeah, yeah. but I'm just saying yeah. this, yeah. this game can be brutal sometimes. Yeah. You know? Don't take, don't take anything personally, I think is, yes. is a really good piece of advice. And one of the, yes. one of the four agreements, right? It's one of the, yes, the, the, the four agreements, like don't take it personally. It's not personal. Even if you it's never, even if it really feels personal, it's the other person's baggage that's right. problem that's right and you just need to vibe and just you know serve the room that you're in and that's serve right. the people around you and your team yeah that's yeah. really that's really good and i think it's really hard right now in this pandemic to teach that in a because we're all so disconnected and yeah we, we only are see each other in meetings. internet we only see each other in uh when we have a, a an opening so that's yeah. great advice and i think i hope i hope people will take it uh, and where do, where do people find you on the internet to see all these videos and see your, see your great music that you're doing now and, and, uh, yeah, and man. just get, get your vibe. Cause you're like, 
infectious. Uh, Thank you, man. No, dude, I'm uh, so you can totally connect to me pretty much on all social at I am N-O-V-I, N-O-V-I, I am Novi Nov, or um, on LinkedIn, just look up Michael Rankin and connect, connect with me, bro. That's I it. I am Novi Nov, or look him up on, on LinkedIn, and it's M-I-C-O-L. That's right. R-A-N-K-I-N, but it's pronounced yes. Michael. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, I appreciate this so much. No, uh, I appreciate you. Seriously. Thanks for coming on. Thank uh, you for having me, man. I'm not anything special. So when shit like that, like this means are, a lot to me, dude. Genuinely. You really are special. And, and, and I love this business and I love it because there's people like you in it. And thank you. Keep bro. doing what you're doing. Keep making things that uh, we all want to we all want to watch and keep keep that positive energy. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Seriously. Well, that was a dream come true. Talking to Michael Rankin. I'm uh, really a huge fan of his and uh, what he does and what he says and how he vibes and all the things. So uh, go check him out. And this has been the A-List Podcast, sponsored by Ad House Advertising School. I'm Tom Chrisman. You can find me at tomchrisman.net, where I will be vibing. And on uh, social platforms, on Mongo Industries. So um, thanks for listening. And as always, thanks to Ross Hotman at Duotone Audio for the music. And if you are still listening, then you're a big fan and we need you to go subscribe uh, wherever you listen to podcasts and rate us and tell your friends and all those things. Thanks. And I'll see you next time on the A-List Podcast.